If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the rap. For the week ending October 9, you're listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And with only a few months left in the year, the tech announcements are beginning to draw to a close. There's little doubt that this year has been weird, a sentiment we've probably said every week that everyone is feeling, but we're in the final stretch. With October offering the last vestige of consumer tech, ahead of November, which is largely going to be about game consoles. Can you guess what's coming? Well, there's quite a bit, as November looks set to trigger a new bout of the console wars once again. We're just about ready for the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series S and X, and that'll kick off a new world of 4K gaming, plus support for 8K if you happen to have one of those 8K TVs. And that's a good thing, because there's practically no 8K content in the world. So if you can afford an 8K TV, either the PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X should provide some semblance of upscaled gaming. For everyone else, it's Full HD and 4K gaming at its finest, though we'll certainly know more as November draws closer. Before it, there's plenty of stuff on the way, some of which was announced this week, including a $10,000 monitor from Dell. Honestly, we don't know anyone with the sort of money for that, but if you're a creative, Dell's UP3221Q uses a new technology called Mini-LED. It'll also appear in select new TVs from TCL, and it's basically small clusters of LEDs backlighting the screen, providing a finer level of backlighting for what you see. It's just one of the new things on its way to people, but not everything will be quite that high priced. Hisense has a new laser TV on the way, which is actually a projector capable of delivering a 4K image on a big 100 inch screen, yet at a short distance. That's going to be a neat idea for folks who don't go to the cinema anymore, but yet still want that big screen experience at home. Or you can always live inside your bedroom and get into movies in your own world and private space. In fact, this week, Microsoft has a 12 inch laptop kind of made for that, as well as typing and student life and all that whole productivity thing people need in their lives. It's coming in the $1,000 Surface Laptop Go, which is basically a student's take on the Surface Laptop made for a lower price point. It joins the new iPad Air, which is kind of like the more expensive iPad Pro, but made for a lower price point. But it won't be the only Apple device focused on entertainment. Well, we don't think anyway. The big news this week is that Apple is having an announcement of sorts next week. And while some things are more or less certain, others get a bit of a question mark. You can kind of figure what next week's show will be all about, we're sure, with all eyes on the new iPhones, which are expected to be launched there. We're expecting four iPhones, four iPhone 12s that is, which would make for Apple's biggest iPhone range yet. But they're not the only gadgets expected to make an appearance. Alongside new iPhones, we're expecting possibly a new pair of headphones, a new speaker, and maybe even a computer or two. And adding fuel to those audio possibilities is word that Apple has removed headphones and speakers not made by an Apple-owned company from its store. Keep in mind that Apple has Apple and Beats, so basically that's what it's offering. And Apple's new audio potential comes off the back of the AirPods Pro last year, which are still one of the best pairs of in-ears you can find. Meanwhile, Apple's earphones are still competing hard against the competition, and there's more happening out there. Oppo has just released three options, Australia's Neura has its Neuraloop earphones out, an audiophile headphone brand Grado has its first pair in the $365 Grado GT220. And that's not the only sound news, with Google's Nest Audio also out now. It's Google's latest speaker and a replacement for the first Google Home back in 2017. And this time it's not just a smart assistant, but all about the sound. While the first Google Home was no slouch, the new Nest Audio sounds much better and is pretty much focused on sound. That's thanks in part to new speakers inside the Nest Audio delivering better balance and bass. 
and quite a bit of volume as well. It's not a speaker with a battery though, so you'll need to keep this one plugged in. It's one of the downsides of the Nest Audio, and it's also not humidity or water resistant, making it less than ideal for the outside or even a bathroom. It is inexpensive and armed with quite decent sound and volume, and a $149 price tag in Australia as well, plus microphones that can actually tell who's talking to it, you or someone else. It's a smart speaker for the home that fits into an entry-level price point offering decent sound for what you pay. We will say that it's not always easy to control because it's mostly voice controlled. And while you can pair two of these speakers in stereo, getting them to play around the house with other Google speakers using just your voice, well, that's not easy. But for $149, if you've been looking for a way into the smart home world with good sound, the Nest Audio is an intriguing speaker to check out. You can even ask it to play your favorite podcast until it finishes, which this one now has. So you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. A new episode of The Wrap appears every Friday at Podcast One, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. But until then, have a great week. Stay safe, stay sane, and take care.